Welcome to the Meteor Station podcast number nine, the greatest podcast you've ever listened to at exactly this moment. We do VR discussions, news, we're content makers, we talk a little bit about behind the scenes, so that's what you're tuning in for. How you doing, everyone? Good. Good. I was just playing some Beat Saber. Ah, that would be nice if you could layer VR experiences at once, play a little uh, zombie survival shooter while you're playing Fantastic Contraption, you know? During your meeting. Defeat the zombies yeah. with gizmos. Yeah. 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 Not bad. Doing well. What are your updates? What's going on in the world of Gruen? That is a... Good question, because I feel like there is something, and I, you know, it's really just the same as, and really the only thing on the on the schedule is coming to visit you. All right. We already have stumped Gruen. I actually have the answer key for your update, which is, oh. what did I just watch? But we can come back to that, because... I should say that today's theme is, or I guess this month's theme is hardware, and we're going to have a guest from HP to talk about the HP G2 Reverb, which will be fun and exciting. And we'll probably touch on this, but the record button didn't quite cooperate before, so this is her second time of coming by, and so very grateful for (laughs) being willing to chat with us twice. It's unfortunate because it was a fun time the first time, but it'll be a fun time the second time. So whatever. Here we go. But anyway, she'll be jumping in at any time during this starting sequence. So, yeah, I guess in terms of other updates, I guess I'll just pass it back to you for you're working on a thing over there. I'm working on the thing. The short animation for festivals. And I'm just creating all the characters. And somebody wrote a uh, fantastic, hilarious script that includes uh, one million and three characters. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Awkward. We should probably mention that this is a What Did I Just Watch movie, because we have released... I'd say kind of two, because the third one was a little bit of an experiment. Two, what did I just watch is? But this will be with much, much better graphics, because we're actually like putting effort into the graphics, and we'll try to get it nice and 3D also, all that good stuff. So this is going to be mm-hmm. a level up in a lot of ways, but it's nice and insane. You, you can't sell it short by just calling it like good or anything like that. That's crazy. What it is is Insano Vision. You're watching Insano Vision. <laughs> but it'll probably be a while, but that is just one of the things in the works because yeah. I'm also working on it. But since he's doing a lot of the character modeling, animation, that kind of thing, I'm working on putting together a claymation. So that's what I'm up to lately is working on a different show. Short. Mine's a little shorter than his, but yours is that's a shorter all right. short. A shorter so, short. It's interesting that because I'm when I listen to other podcasts and and people talking about VR, I don't ever hear anybody saying that they're just doing stuff that kids will laugh at. You know, 
Uh, and I think I think that's what we're going for is just kind of the uh, the humorous. You know, we're we're not too worried about everything being like a Disney cartoon because it doesn't need to be. We're just trying to mm -hmm. get the humor across. So I guess we should talk about some news briefly while we're awaiting Joanna's arrival and more of a tech bit of news in general. They did that Neuralink demonstration. Did you catch that? With the pig? Yeah, with the pig. That so, is crazy stuff. Go ahead. Tell me about it. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't get to watch that much of it, but I did see enough to... It was just like, you know, in its brain, it just had little beeps or whatever. It's just like showing it's working. It's like, okay, well, it, there's a thing in its brain, but it's a pretty far bit away from being able to call your Tesla. But that's probably a good thing since you probably don't want a pig driving a Tesla. So. Probably smart, but I don't know. I, I guess it was like a recruiting stunt for now, but it'll be neat. That's not something I want to be first generation on. How about you? No, I'm going to wait for the G2. And, <laughs> the uh, G2 generation. <laughs> We're not sponsored by HP or G2 or whatever, by the <laughs> way, though. We wouldn't hate being sponsors. Anyway. No, it's if you watch any kind of sci-fi movie, this is the point where this starts, right? We've always talked about the brain chip, mm. and now we have day one. This is the same thing as when the piranha outbreak in your local lake happens, <laughs> and and <laughs> it always starts with you know somebody gets a piranha as a pet and then flushes it down the toilet. Well, there's the start. Well, this pig is the start of the brain chip. And that. so we were here. We were here to witness the, the start of that. And someday people will be like, wow, they're talking about brain chips like they weren't a thing. Yeah. You heard it here first, people. Brain chips cause piranhas. But uh, I, I'm sure uh, Black Mirror is having a field day, although they probably already made an episode on this. I guess I kind of yeah. wrote a thing on this, spoiler. But hopefully you'll see that eventually. So I guess we'll probably end up talking a bit about news after we chat with Joanna. And welcome, Joanna. How's it going? There she is. Do you want to move seat screw and let her have I the do. seat of honor? Well, welcome, Joanna, from HP to chat a bit about the hardware end of things, the HP G2 Reverb. And, you know, we brought her in before. She was great. And uh, there were some recording issues where we ended up with a zero-second long clip of everything. <laughs> it was so, an amazing clip, though. It was an amazing clip. Absolutely incredible. That's true. We'll include it at the end. We'll see if we can... <laughs> We'll see if we can we we'll see if we can uh, beat out that one second clip this time. <laughs> yeah, we'll do our best. But thanks, thanks for, for back. thanks for inviting me. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. It's great to be here on the moon, or maybe not the moon, but some uh, a, a moon. Maybe. Oh wait. Okay. Okay. What's it called? Where yeah, are we? Yeah. It's a meteor. A meteor. We're on. Oh, of course. Of course, we're on a meteor. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Well, it's great to be yeah, here on your meteor. <laughs> Excellent. So we had a lot we chatted about. So I guess we're going to just like 
I'll be able to answer for you, so will Gruen on all your <laughs> all the things we asked about. But uh, so you know, one of the big things I remember being super curious about was the four camera setup on the reverb. So we can chat a bit about the reverb to kick it off, because I'm sure people will be curious because it's coming out soon. But uh, the four camera tracking that actually does make it so that you don't need the extra sensors. Yes. So, so this we are we have announced our HP Reverb Generation Two. It is our first collaboration between HP, Microsoft, and Valve. Uh, last year, we launched the HP Reverb Generation One. It was together with HP and Microsoft. Our uh, Reverb G One had with three things that we were focused on. One was inside-out tracking. At that point, we only had two cameras, but we, we, we did have inside-out tracking, so you didn't need any, any extra cameras or base stations outside, making it a lot easier to set up. Two, we, wanted, we were focused on comfort and, and um, weight, uh, so it was relatively lightweight, 1.1 pounds. And three, we were focused on bringing the highest resolution among any major major vendor. So we had 2160 by 2160 per eye on the panels. Um, so that headset, we, you know, we launched about a, a, year, a little over a year ago and got some good feedback from the market. Enterprise liked it a lot, you know, AEC, location-based entertainment, product developer, and then we saw a lot of gamers, you know, racing simulator and flight simulator gamers really liked that headset. Um, but there were, there were a lot of things that we wanted to improve on it, and, and actually, right when we launched it, Valve came up to us and said, hey, you know, your headset seems really great, but I think if we work together, we could make a lot of improvements on it. So we were really, really excited to work with Valve on a, par a partnership around hardware. You know, of course, they're one of the major leaders and pioneers in this field. A lot of the great technology, a lot of the great products that have been built already in this field all have Valve technology in them. And you know, obviously, they also you know, great, they, great. They made their own great headset with Index. They you know, stand out in in terms of games, in terms of publishing, distribution. So we were just thrilled, thrilled to work with them. And basically, the three companies then working together brought the, each of what they're best at. So Valve bringing their technology uh, plus their their distribution platform. Microsoft bringing their their inside out six staff Windows Mixed Reality tracking. They were the first inside out tracking. And then HP. You know we are long long, long history. This is our eighty first year. And so long, long history of bringing great hardware to, to, the, to the market, bring great technology to the market, and we have the, mo the most comprehensive commercial portfolio among VR. So the three of us together are bringing the HP Reverb Generation 2 to the market. Um, it has you know, a, major improvements in terms of immersion and visual quality, in terms of audio, um, in terms of comfort, and then in terms of just the connection and how you access your content. So we're thrilled about it. You know, happy happy to go into more details on all of it. But um, you you specifically asked about the tracking. So this is the first Windows Mixed Reality headset with four cameras. That means the you know the 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 movement that you make with your with your you know, the tracking is greatly improved, and then also the, the the movements that you make with your with your controllers are are more tracked. So you know the people who are playing, say Half Life Alex, for example, and are 
and are throwing like that, you know, you could now fully catch it. There's just lots, lots and lots of more, more uh, volume that is tracked with your controller movement, which is fantastic. The, the visuals, the immersive quality, still 2160 by 2160, but we have brand new panels designed by Valve that are just, you know, night and day from where, where we were before. So you'll see an incredible, incredible improvement on the, on the visual quality. We're bringing back manual IPD adjust. Um, so that makes it more, more comfortable for more people and decreases the eye strain as well. We have the audio from Valve. So if you like the index audio, you'll love this audio. So, yeah. Similar audio, and then you know we just talked we just talked about the tracking. We also have new new controllers, um, which are more greatly improved, more ergonomic, and, and closer to industry standards. So if you're a developer that's pointing games from one, you know, from one platform to another, it makes it a lot easier. And then the bridge between Windows Mixed Reality and Steam VR has been improved upon. So you know if you have all your games on Steam. You just you know op you open your computer, open Windows Mixed Reality, open Steam, open your game, good to go. P pretty easy. Awesome. That's what I did this. That's what I did this morning to get in get in here with y'all. Yeah. Did you do a little uh, flight simulator before you came in? Ah, you want to know if I'm doing some flight simulator? No, I didn't do any <laughs> flight simulator before I came in with you. <laughs> VR chat so, was my first yeah. stop. My first VR stop of the day. Nice. <laughs> um, so, what is the relationship in the and Tell me about the flight simulator because that's my that I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, great, 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 great! Well, Microsoft, you know, Microsoft has announced that they're bringing flight simulator to the market. PC gaming already launched August 18th version, and then it will be VR supported. Uh, it will be launching around the same time as the headset hits the market this fall, and it's been optimized for the HP Reverb generation too. Wow. Uh, that's going to be great. Yeah. Have, have, have you, you played the PC gaming version? No. I mean, yes, in the past, not the new one. Okay. Yeah, it's already out. You can play on PC, but you have to wait a little, a little, just a little, just a little bit longer for the VR yeah, version. I'm, it's gonna, it's gonna be I'm fantastic. Waiting. And they've been, uh, they've been putting it. out content. I mean, they have like a YouTube channel and stuff. You could, there's lots of, lots of interesting information from Microsoft. Yeah. And more to come, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. I know about the backpack, but I know. Oh, so tell so the backpack that you guys have it allows you to go, and you you're not you don't have to stay in one place to do your VR, right? So it's a computer and it's everything you need to go mobile with your VR setup. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure how long that's been out. Is that something that's being updated, or is it still current? It's it's still current. We have we have uh, this is our third backpack. We've we had the first backpack was called the Omen X. It was this, it was targeted to gamers. This uh, the, our commercial customers, uh, enterprise customers, saw that one and they wanted one too. So the first one had a 1080 the Omen X backpack inside. And then we made we made one for the commercial customers like automotive and pro, you know, architecture, engineering, construction, product design that had a Quadro P5200 card inside it. Um, and then the the most recent one we made, which we launched. About a year ago, I, it's, it's called the HP VR backpack. It took the best of, of the best of what the people wanted from the Omen backpack, plus what people wanted from the the uh, 
the Z, the HPZ backpack and combine them. So the current one that we have has a 2080 RTX card inside and, you know, all the support of a commercial, you know, the enterprise, the yeah. enterprise commercial so, ecosystem. Until yesterday, that was, you know, that was the highest, one of the best graphic, graphics cards. It's still a great graphics card, but, you know, it's just yesterday the NVIDIA yeah. announcement came out. Um, so, yeah, so that's, so, but that, that backpack is still, is still the current, the current version. So what's an example of where would somebody use that? Because for me, I, I don't see myself needing that. But but where's where's the big use for that? Sure. So the there's there's a, a number of different use cases for it. Where we're seeing big pickup for it. So for uh, some examples are location based entertainment venues. So if you go to Dreamscape or Zero Latency or um, you know, there's 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 lots of examples all around the world. Uh, you know, those those two, uh, so real uh, in in China or um, Park Playground in in Belgium or uh, Vex. They're also in Europe or Veronia or, or Vertigo or you know, there's just lots of different places around the world that are all using using the HP VR backpacks. And so what that does is it allows you to have the full power of of PC tethered VR, so you know, run, in many cases they're running the HP Reverb up to now, generation one, um, you know, with a great visuals, stunning visuals that that full immersive quality, and then they put you in a backpack to, to allow that full, you know, the full full performance of uh, you know of the GPU and of the headset. Um, and so, so that's one big use case. You know, really, content creators, location based entertainment operators who want their content to look really, really good and, and give that full immersive quality. That's an example. Other examples where people are using it, you know, automotive when they're, you know, for product design review and they're walking around, you know, like having the experience of walking around a car, architecture, engineering, and construction. We actually, here's an example. We we created a, with, with a company called Thea, we created you know what our office in in Houston, our new office was going to look like in virtual reality, and people actually went down to the construction site and put on the backpack and put on the headset and walked around the previs of what the office was going to look like. So you can use it in environments like that. So those that's the, that's those are the use cases where you would use it in a free roam environment where you're basically creating, a, you know, a free roam or you know sort of wireless experience. But because because you have the, the the full attached you know the full power of the PC attached to you on your back, um, and then uh, you know th those are some 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 environments. You know, you might you might and then but you also can then dock it you know dock it on your on your desk sure. and use it to design and create you know you you have it's like basically a mini computer a mini computer with an RTX 2080 inside, you know, you wouldn't you right. get a more compact computer than that. Um, and then and then some people are taking them because they're, you know, they're so small and so so powerful and putting them, say, on the back of a racing simulator or on the ceiling or behind a screen or just, you know, in, in, in offices where you don't have a lot of, or environments, I should say, because a lot of us are working from home these days, environments where you don't have a lot of space. Um, and then in a, in, a, in a gaming situation, you you know you might use it. I've seen some some fun videos of people putting it on to do to do Beat Saber, um, but you know yeah. still have that full power. Yeah. But it, right now it's probably more. It's I would say it's more it's more enterprise use case than than gaming use case. That makes sense. Have you had any interaction with the the film industry, animation? 
Absolutely, yeah. We work we work really closely with most Hollywood studios. Um, actually, I think something like eighty percent of all of the Oscar winners for VFX were made on HP machines, HP workstations. Mm-hmm. Nice. So we work really closely with Hollywood studios. You know, now now there's particularly a lot of interest, of course, in virtual production. So we're working with a lot of studios in that. We have some products like um, Z Central and Remote Boost. So you know, one day to the next, Hollywood studios all all worked started working from home, right? Like many of the rest of us, mm-hmm. and a lot of them used our you know, HP workstation, you know, they, many of them didn't bring home all their equipment, but they were able to remote, you know, to remote into their workstations and have the full power of their, PC, their PCs, even from home with some of the products we had like Remote Boost and, and Z Central. So we've been working really closely with, with studios for TV and for film. Um, and then we're also working with studios and content creators who are using, who are using VR for virtual production, you know, to, to to block their you know, their scenes in advance to, for their art directors for cinematographers um, and so so the the reverb and the reverb G two are really nice headsets for that because of that that high resolution and really you know giving you uh, you know decreasing the sort of feeling of being in a cartoon right that you get with a lot with a lot of the products in the market right now um, and like you know we're bringing in a cartoon you right now. We're in a cartoon right now, which is fantastic. Which is fantastic. Sometimes it's great to be in a cartoon, and sometimes you want to be a little closer to photorealistic. But here we are in our meteor, and you're a donut, and you're. What are you? Uh, I, I'm a. I think I'm a carrot. I don't know what I am. I don't think you're. A, well, your carrot with stripes, I'm though. Kidding. So maybe you're, I mean you would know. I, no I should. Idea. I shouldn't try to judge what you are. You can uh, no, self-identify I as a carrot. Is. You you <laughs> ident- you're self-identifying as a carrot. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I guess I'm an anime or something. You are an anime. Yep. I, I think so. I think that's what I am. So we do different themes for uh, podcasts, and intuitively, this one's the hardware theme because you know HP G2 Reverb. But that made me kind of curious. What? What hardware gizmo do you think should come into existence? We're going to make one up on the spot. What? No, we can because we're in VR, so we could make anything come true, That's right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what bit of hardware do you think needs to just appear so that you can play with it in VR? Oh, are we going to create right here? What <laughs> hardware do I need in my it. life? We're just going to make it in our minds. Oh, we're going to make yeah. our minds. Okay. Well, I'm really looking forward to, I'm looking for, you know, right now I'm here in my HP Reverb G2 and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. And I'm looking forward to the day that it's, you know, all powerful, all knowing. <laughs> and, and yeah, all powerful, all knowing. And also, um, you know, it, it, it like becomes like a smart glass, smart glasses. So that's the day I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you just flip down the the top of the glass, and then you're in. Yeah, you know, like I, I really whatever. like the Bose AR sunglasses, and you know, you can wear them. You wear that. I, you know, I wear them just just around. I can take phone calls, but you know, I'd like I'd like I, I'm looking forward to the day where we have the full functionality of like what we're doing with the HP Reverb G2 on something like the Bose AR sunglasses. That day I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's true. And 
I guess real quick, um, just to clarify, because this was a big point of confusion I had before, was the mixed reality uh, name for it is kind of like the technology behind it, right? But it's really like a virtual reality headset, not like a, you don't really jump into like AR or anything. It's like mixed reality, but you can like turn it off or whatever to see what's so going on in the room. So Windows Mixed Reality is the name that Microsoft gave to all, you know, all of the to, to their division, uh, and so, um, you know, I think within that division, I guess Hololens lives there, which is which is an AR headset, and and all their all their, all their virtual reality headsets live there, is is how I understand it, and so um, it's a, the Windows Mixed Reality software, the Windows Mixed Reality system. So um, our headset. I would, I mean, it's it's mixed reality in the sense that you know mostly you would use it for virtual reality. It does have a flashlight mode, so you can you can turn it on and off to see to see what's happening in the room. Um, yeah. You know, it's black it's black and white. It's not super high resolution, but you know, if somebody comes in and you want to see what's going on, you can turn on the flash the flashlight mode. Um, but I think mainly the, you would be using it, mainly you'll use it for for VR, and and it has some yeah. AR attributes as well, or or capabilities, not attributes. It has AR ca uh, capabilities. Oh, cool! But they, I, yeah, I, I didn't realize. Are you for AR? Do you mean like the flashlight mode, or is like actual AR? No, I mean flash like flashlight mode. That just okay, so that you. you know that if you want to see what's happening, or or if say you wanted to walk from one room to another room, uh, you could flip it into flashlight mode or you know and and you, you could walk safely and then go back to VR or if you you know or somebody's in a, you're you're waiting for somebody to show up and you you could just flip without you know just flip it into flashlight mode without having to take go out of the headset I could, I could see this being good if you are wearing the backpack you're wearing the headset and you're in a construction site and you're on the 43rd <laughs> floor and the walls aren't in yet and you're mm. kind of checking things yeah, out. You'd want that. But you want to make sure you know where the where to stop, right? <laughs> I mean, that would be really good to know where to stop if you're on a forty-third yeah. floor without walls. That would be very important. Pretty yeah, risky. I'm sure, that comes up. It's a risky. That's often. a risky scenario. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty risky scenario. I think in the example I gave, because it was a, it was a previs of the whole building, you were actually on the ground. But, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I'm just taking it one step too far. You're taking well. Let's hope that you don't really take it one step too far in your example. That would be yeah, that would be tragic. For anybody well, so, out there yeah. thinking about doing this, you guys are the don't people try that at home. To talk to, but yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. HP <laughs> does not condone. No, you don't control putting yourself in danger. VR is fantastic. Please don't put yourself in danger. There's, you know, sometimes a joke, safe, safety second, but that's just a joke. Safety, you know, but, please yeah, don't put yourself in realistically, danger. <laughs> realistically, being able to see where you are, even if you're like running around doing a VR game, is probably not a yeah. bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So, it's great. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I guess I'm just a big out of the loop dummy because I wasn't aware of the backpack, but it, you know, got me thinking with, you know, the fact that the trackers aren't placed on the walls or whatever. So you could actually probably have a backpack with this headset and like you're just say you're just in this like hundred acre flat field. Can you just like go like yep. play all of Half-Life Alex with no like yep. teleporting? You're just walking. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, huh. you can just go no, and go and go. Here. Yeah, because there's no, so, there's nothing external that is is stopping you at all. That's pretty sweet. Is there ever going to be a, an adapter or whatever that makes it so that 
the HPG2 reverb is uh, wireless in connection to the PC. Oh, we can't comment on anything we haven't announced. Oh, okay. Hmm. Spicy. No speculation. That no was, speculation uh, or no no comments. All we talk about is products that we've announced. Mysterious. Well, yeah. <laughs> so of the things that are out, not necessarily HP, what is your favorite VR activity? And what was the first thing you did in VR? Well, the first thing I did in VR was a roller coaster, just like many other people. Oh, no. I know, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I did not throw up. You know, you know what That's it was. Uh, I was working at NBC Universal, and our agency 360i invited us to a day. You know, like a you know, what's uh, that was our social media and digital agency, and they invited us to a day to like, you know, learn about all the things that were coming and what was happening. And uh, I did went and we did some VR, and I, I also tried Google Glass that day. So that was my first VR experience. Um, in terms of the thing, yeah, it was a big day. The terms of, I actually had no idea that that's what I was going to end up working in you know, years later, but, but here we are. Uh, and then in terms of the content that I really enjoy, there, I mean, there, there's, there's so much. You know, I love, I love, you know, going to places, you know, I've mentioned a lot of the partners we work with, you know, going to their venues. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh, are you guys there? Yep, I lost you for a second. Oh, okay, I lost you for a second. Uh, going to the venues and um, you know, with friends and family, and experiencing you know, swimming with whale sharks, or you know, taking taking you know, saving the world. I love you know those that, that adrenaline of you know running around and you know feeling like you're flying and all. You know, it's just that's really really super cool. Um, in the location based entertainment venues, I know you asked earlier about working with Hollywood studios. We've also worked with a lot of studios on you know helping them launch their movies or their TV shows and so whether it's like How to Train Your Dragon or Spider-Man or um, you know, many other you know, skyscraper we've worked, with, we've worked with studios that are launching shows and so it's great to just like you know, go inside a story that may, you may know from a big screen or small screen and be part of the story where you know, you're, you're also flying with the dragons and petting the dragons and you know, being part of the story and, and helping to you know Bring that, you know, bring that story to a close. And usually you often get to save the universe, which is, which is fun, I guess, or at least save something. <laughs> um, and so, so the, I love all of those location-based entertainment, you know, whether, what, you know, experiences. I love the film festival experiences. Venice Film Festival is kicking off today. Um, and there'll just be some great, great experiences you can experience from the comfort of your home to home because we're not going to Venice this year. So, you know, we're working with Kira Benzig on her project, Finding Pandora X. So super, super excited about that one. And there's just a lot of great experience that they're bringing in Venice this year. Um, you know, I was in Cannes in the Museum of Other Realities and got to, you know, it, it, it can, we got to, in the Museum of Other Realities, you had the ability to walk down a red carpet, put on a quote-unquote fancy dress for your avatar, you know, for the red carpet, run into people in the corridors, and then, you know, walk into this, the, the cinema and see your VR film, which was really, really cool. So love that experience. And then, you know, Tribeca and South By, they also put out some great stuff this year, pivoting from the model of, like, let's all fly to Austin or or Cannes or New York City or, or Venice, but instead, you know, from the comfort of your own home with a headset, you got to see some fantastic content for all of those. And I'm just I'm excited to see 
what Venice is going to do. They've, you know, that you're able to see content on many different platforms and in different type of content. So that's kicking off September second. I think it's running through. I think it's running through the 16th, if I have the dates right, something like that. I don't know, but check online because that date might be wrong. And so that, so I love the film festival content. And that, what I love about it is, you know, it, it, it's, it kind of challenges our, many of our assumptions. A lot of the pieces really make you think. They put you into other worlds. They, they bring you into other experiences and gives you, you, know, you have an embodied experience where you are really part of the story. In some cases, you, you, you impact the story. So love those, those types of experiences and that creativity that the, the people who are creating content for the film festivals bring. And then personally, you know, and then another thing, I thought, you know, I lost, I lost all of the social VR experiences. So this week is, is Burning Man. Um, I've been in the Burning Man experiences in alt space a lot, you know, uh, uh, before they launched over the last couple of months. And then this week is the official, the official Burning Man. So getting, you know, getting to go in there and roller skating around with friends or putting on wings or flying. And there's all sorts of fun things you can do in, in, in there. Did you ever go to the real one? I did. I have been to the real one. Oh. Cool. This one's less dusty, <laughs> less dusty, <laughs> and <laughs> you don't have to go all the way to Black Rock City. But you know, this is this is unusual year, right? So this is a year where, right. you know, it, it, it's just different, right? It's unprecedented, and, and the fact that we're getting to connect and be together in VR when many of us are just, you know, in our homes, um, VR it brings us a way to connect, it brings us a way to learn, to collaborate, and to create, which is which is fantastic. So the social VR right. experiences, I really appreciate. You know, whether it's you know, you know, in a place like VR Chat with with y'all, or or Alt Space, or um, you know, some of the or Rec Room, or Big Screen, or some of the experiences or Mozilla Hubs that are being used for for business, like Engage, or um, you know, there's 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 so many there's so many that are that are really powerful and being been used in in classrooms. Um, and then the and then the last I would say is that you know I, I really like to exercise in VR, so I like to do Supernatural, which is made by Within, and and work out every day. And you know, feel like I'm working out in the Maldives, or working out in Namibia, or working out in where did I go? Uh, Cancun yesterday. I went to the pyramids. So I, I love. Do you guys work out in VR? Um, I just day, don't work out. I just skip that step entirely. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, that's yeah. the fun about working out in VR. I mean, Supernatural specifically created to be a workout, but you know, some like Beat Saber that you just mentioned, or some of the you know Creed, or some of the boxing games, or your you know you can you can just you know feel like you're playing a game, and you also right. have the added benefit of working out. But without you know, you can just fool yourself there, not working out, and just feel like you're playing a game. Yeah, no, I am. I am kidding, but yeah, I don't do it <laughs> regularly. But yeah, no, it does definitely help. And yeah, I need to get and back I, into I Beat Saber. Into yeah, especially if your name's Donuts. <laughs> True. Um, Probably, yeah. yeah, need that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Donuts. <laughs> I was, I was gonna donuts are good. Natural. Donuts are good for you. Don't let ever, anyone tell you anything else. Ooh, that's great news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have to get the broccoli donut. Um, oh, the broccoli. I think the kale donut's probably better than the broccoli donut. Oh, yeah, kale donut's pretty good, you know, if it's made yeah, right. But it's the, green. St. Patrick's uh, Day. Supernatural. So I tried to get Supernatural, but it's only for Quest, right? Yeah, I think so far it's only for Quest. So, it's also only U.S. It's only U.S. as well, so it's yeah. limited right now, but yeah. hopefully they'll be expanding it. Right, right. So... Um, what headset do you have? Turn uh, Oculus Rift. The Rift. 
Yeah. The, the original one? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. we got to you got to get a G, you got to get a G2 when you, when it comes out. I know. I I really I, I think I do. And um so but having the, the pre-orders, you know, I don't think I mentioned the pre-orders. The pre-orders are actually open now in 22 countries. Uh, so, right. And the the uh, we've been really happy with the response from people. The product is shipping in the fall, and the fall is getting closer and closer. So we're excited yeah. that it will be getting into people's homes soon. And really, for a high-end um, device, it's it's not priced as high as you might expect. It it's five ninety nine, right? It's five ninety nine in the U.S. Uh, it's yeah. I think six ninety nine now in euros. There was some pre order special pricing in Europe that was a little lower, but it's now at uh, six ninety nine in Europe. And then you know other uh, every, every country has their own their own their own pricing all around the world. But yeah, five ninety nine is the U.S. price. If I find a coupon, I'm getting one. And uh, <laughs> so, but it it brings up the the whole Oculus thing. Brings up the Facebook thing that came out, how Facebook's going to make people log in through Facebook, right? So have you guys talked about that? I mean, obviously, that's going to drive a few people your way. Yeah, well, well, well I'll just say that uh, for to use the HP Reverb, you don't, you don't need a social media login. That's, that's yeah. very politically correct. <laughs> yeah, we we like that. We don't want to be lucky into stuff. So that's you know, cool. I think it's it's you know, I think we you know in the industry we all, all of the companies we all appreciate each other. We you know there's so sure. many great people doing amazing work at all the companies. You know, great you know interesting strategies and lots of investment and lots of you know people pouring their hearts and their ideas and their imagination into the industry and rising tides tides raises all ships right we're still nascent we're still early as an industry and so i think all the work that various companies are doing to grow the industry is fantastic and then there's different products that match different people's needs right so um, you know, we are we're excited about the HP Reverb G2, and you know, yes, people have been asking us a lot about you know, do you need a login? Do you need this? And so, no, absolutely not today, not in 2023. You don't you don't need a login. You don't need a social media login for for HP. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying it's good or bad or right or wrong. It's just what they're doing, and it's created a lot of uh, people that are that are not happy about it. And I just. I think that's going to drive some people to some other devices. That's all. Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, I guess that's probably about it for the segment. Awesome. Uh, did you have anything? Tell me more else about. To, tell me more about the meteor. Tell me more about the meteor. The meteor well, station. Yeah, and we have we have a beautiful this view over there of yeah. a burning sun. Well, I guess it's the world we're in. I guess we can just throw it way back to uh, so the meteor is like the trademark of what we do, and it was inspired from a seventh grade project I did where it was a Titanic project, and I drew the Titanic with a meteor flying at it, and I almost failed the project because it was historically inaccurate, and I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. And so since then, now things are meteor and. Gruen's been accommodating for it. And so that's how things became meteor. So I love it. Well, it's beautiful in here. 
It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's really you, yeah. you built it. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's Custom cool. Yeah, it's great. Built room. It's really nice. So. Yeah, well, thank you all yeah. for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're yeah, we're we're super excited. We've been you know thrilled with your reception of the HP Reverb G two, but from from the press, from the influ- you know the YouTuber community, from from the Reddit community, from all of the all the people who d- put in the pre orders, from all of our enterprise customers. Um, so you know the and all of the initial reviews have been fantastic. I think Sebastian, uh, you know, we, Ben Lang came out calling it King of Clarity when we um, was the first person to get hands on from. To VR, and then Sebastian's done something like from MRTV's done something like 27 videos, and, and Tyrell Wood has done another, I don't know, seven or eight videos, um, and Tested's done, I think, did two, one or two videos. Uh, and and there'll be a lot more coming. You know, we're excited about we're excited about the G2, we're excited about the pre-orders, we're excited that fall's coming soon and it will start shipping, and we're excited to get it, you know, the, the, the Microsoft Flight Simulator, which will be the VR support, which will be launching. And then we have a lot more coming. We're just start we're just starting. There's a lot, you know, a lot more, a lot more happening in HP, more, more, more to come. So thank you all yeah. for inviting me on this great meteor today. And we're looking forward to to more. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Great to have you here. Yeah. All right, so before we get too far into the post-guest segment, I did want to bring it back to news a bit. With We had talked a little bit about the Facebook thing, and it sounds like she might you know, not want to ruffle feathers over at Facebook, but I, I'll go ahead and say that I super hate it, so I'm so glad that I don't have a, you know Oculus device, even though I, I actually really like oculus being in the market and driving the prices down encouraging good competition and stuff but like mm-hmm. man i don't i haven't used facebook in so many years and i don't want to so hopefully they'll at least let you make like you know fake accounts with any of the names bart simpson used to prank mo you know prank call mo any of those names as your facebook mm-hmm. account if it lets you log in with those then i'm happy again but Otherwise, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of dragging down Oculus for dying social media platform. Not cool. How about you? I think you just gave everyone an idea. Start your fake account now so that mm, it's right. ready to go when you have to log in. But yeah, true. Yeah, at me, each other. It, yeah, it doesn't bother me as much. The only thing that bothers me is that the only reason that they would be doing this is because they want to know what you're doing. They want to know what you're doing at all times in every aspect of your life so that they can sell that information. And that, mm-hmm. that sounds harsh. That's what they do. That's their model. And, they're, and so they're wanting to know the chunk of your VR world of what you're doing so that they can sell that info. Otherwise, right. then, why do they care? Yeah. And the important thing to remember there is to just not be an interesting person. If you aren't interesting, they're not learning anything about you. And it's great. Yeah. You know? We do our best to not be interesting. So it is pretty annoying, though. Like, you know, I, I gave up on people not getting my info so long ago. It's like, you know, I have an Android and we got that little Google Home Assistant. So, like, we mentioned the word mattress the other day. And since then, it's like, I've seen so many mattress ads. It's like, I think we're saying we're happy with our 
entire mattress, but good try. Like, come on, <laughs> at least give it some effort, but, but wait, whatever. This is a mattress for those who are happy with their mattress. Yeah. Woo. Boy, howdy. You're, so. you're going to see that ad as soon as you look at your phone next time. True. I guess. Uh, any other news before I tangent us further? I'm sure there is, but, you know, it's... We can come back to news in case... Yeah, well, we... the, the other news mm -hmm. that I saw that I thought was interesting, but again, we're, we're marching down the road that could get us uh, in trouble with a mm. social media giant, is there is... A big screen is, is uh, the app that you can go and watch movies and sit there like you're in a big theater. And it really is cool. It's not something I do. If I'm going to watch a movie, I still... Yeah, I want to watch it with somebody in the room kind of thing but it is really cool what they've done with it and the the guy that came out with it several years ago when he launched it he never said anything until recently he just finally came out on twitter and he's been kind of talking about it now how when he came out with it facebook said you have this app, but we are going to develop something like this and we're going to bury it. I don't know if they use that word. I shouldn't say that. We're going to, I forget the word they used, but we're going to come out with something better. So you might as well come work for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like, because you had told me about that before and I honestly like, well, I just went and dumped on <laughs> Facebook making you log in, which seems like a lesser crime. I actually... <laughs> don't mind that at all it's almost nice to me because it's like if you know you're developing something in parallel with someone that can't compete with you like you could just say nothing and you you'll be right you'll stomp them so like if uh if you give them warning and the opportunity to join you like honestly i, I like that if anything so well so my issue is that they control the the apps that get to be on their platform. And so if you created something and put it out tomorrow on their platform and you've spent this time and money to create this thing and then they go, oh, yeah, we're doing that. So give it up. Well, I guess it, it would definitely be different if they just didn't allow you to include it on their platform anymore. That wouldn't be cool. I guess, you know, you can just hone in on Vive and, you know, HP and all. I guess you just make it Steam only at that point. But, you know, it's still the issue of, like, you're going to be competing with an absolute giant with well, that. so many more millions of dollars than you. So, yeah, but yeah. It, it would be, they, you'd lose points for sure. They've made That's it happen. They, they, and, and I'm surprised that they're still there. I mean, so they, he came out with this information and they, they didn't, like, delete his app off the platform but what they do and what he the reason he came out with this is because he's renting movies kind of like a uh, red box and what they are doing to him is they're charging him this extra fee that they don't do elsewhere so that he loses like a dollar for every movie rented well, yeah. that's not cool so huh no but Anyway, it's it's interesting. Yikes. Yeah, I, I feel like you don't, like, if you're making the same thing and you're the multi-billion 
smaller company, then you just let the other guy do his thing. And if, I mean, if he beats you out, then you did something wrong. But don't, yeah, don't find the guy. Don't remove his app. Whatever. So, no. yeah. They, they'll probably just, they could just buy him, right? If they like it that much, right. they could buy him. So, yeah. But what I don't want to happen is I don't want there to be problems where things get dropped and, you know, like if you can, and it's already starting to happen, you can, you can get this on only Quest or only Oculus Rift or only uh, Steam and it would mm -hmm. be nice if we could have everybody can do everything. I know that's, yeah. that's just a nice thought, but it would yeah, be, I mean, it'd be cool if there's one place where you could do everything. Right. Yeah. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but I do appreciate that, you know, like I'm anytime I want to jump onto something that's on Oculus revive is amazing for it. And so long as that's allowed to exist, I'll be able to, and obviously you're able to play steam things. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, works but, out for now. you know, PlayStation VR has a lot of their own stuff that you can't do elsewhere. And, and True, that and that is sense. frustrating. Yeah. yeah. But they and want it, to sell PlayStation. I agree. Right. No, well, I think they will, but I I do see why they do it, but it's definitely frustrating because, like, some of the things yeah. they get in there are appealing to me and saying, well, yeah. I would have bought that. You would have made an extra 40 bucks, and I'm not buying a PlayStation, so all right whatever but i mean they i'm sure yeah. they've crunched the numbers and come out ahead so yep. whatever um yeah but because you do have to build compatibility too for any platform you add but anyway so i guess we did actually manage to tangent all the way back to hardware so high five air five on that one Gruen. yeah we have <laughs> social distance done it tangented back to hardware but i guess speaking of it was great having joanna on nice to have her join us on the meteor for sure like i said before we're not sponsored by them but i'm actually genuinely interested in it because like for the price for the specs it seems very appealing because i mean i bought my og vive for more than that which i know the prices are coming down but you look over at you know the index and the pro and stuff and those prices aren't down <laughs> so uh yeah seems pretty appealing yeah 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 maybe uh maybe we can pick one up uh on black friday if they don't sponsor us but if they do sponsor us and throw us a couple g2s Man, we will just talk about that all the time for a while. Truth. Truth. Get ready for G2 content. Uh, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so should we just jump into some first part, second part? Let's do it. All right. So I think this goes without saying, but this is for <laughs> virtual reality hardware. Correct. We're making hardware today. Yeah. No. So, second. I'm ready. Okay. I said I was ready, didn't I? You did. You okay. lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Outer sensor. So. Blah. 
No, I, I mean, we have to make it work. So you, you just got to get creative when it's a dud of a first part, second part. And you have to work a little harder. Uh, yeah. For, for me, um, outer sensor would be maybe like the the VR onesie. I, I feel like we've talked about the VR onesie before, actually. Maybe the listeners can tell us if that's true, but uh where you just have the full body sensor and everything like you don't need to wear uh or you don't have to hold the little controllers anymore you have mm-hmm. absolutely everything going and all you need is your goggles and you everything works and i think we have talked about this before because like then you can have all the little Things like if a bullet hits you, you can feel it, not like feel like an actual bullet, or that would be horrible, but like, you know, feel a little mm-hmm. pressure wherever it hits. All that stuff. Outer sensor, the VR onesie. Yeah. What do you think? Like What's it? your outer <clears throat> sensor? Well, if we can combine that with my idea, I think we've got something. Okay. Sweet. My take on it was that we need something. So if you are, <clears throat> if you are wandering around, that you know where your ping pong table is so you don't go smashing into it or the mm. glassware. So it, uh, it can yeah. map everything without having, like currently the Rift just gives you kind of a cage so you know when you're approaching the edge of your cage. But right. this outer sensor, you can actually see your room in the game right. you're playing. Yes. Yeah, that would actually... Okay, yours is excellent. That actually would be so good, especially with a situation kind of like we were describing before. Not quite the 43rd floor, no walls situation, but like, you know, Mm -hmm. if you are able to wander further, um, then it would be pretty cool to like... You wouldn't want to see things all the time, but if you start wandering close to like... I have a set of guitars on the floor. Not on the floor, like they're on the stand, but like they'd get in the way sometimes or a chair or whatever mm-hmm. uh when you start wandering toward them instead of seeing you know the cage you see a vague outline mm-hmm. of the guitars so you can yeah go, ah, i would probably don't want to just jump forward right now that's right. very nice that would be really cool yeah okay well done gruen i'm ready <laughs> all right w- I really which am. one Either one. First or second. All right. right. Second part. Okay. Ready? Pig. A Matron. Oh. Pig a Matron. Yeah, it actually worked out a little better than I was concerned it would. Pig a Matron. Yeah. So. I like it. This this has to, and obviously the, what's the the word? Throwback, the reference, because you're talking about. At the Neuralink, right? With the pig? Well, yeah, yeah. The the current the pig that they used for that is going to be the the that's the word I'm looking for. Um what is it like your uh, mascot, sorry. It, there's a better word than mascot. Yeah, but the pigamatron itself is a um you know, you've seen these robotic dogs. And so this is a robotic pig and it's not just a robot it is linked to your 
thoughts, right? So whatever you need done, you don't even have to say anything. The pigmatron knows what you want done. It'll go and answer the door or it'll go and uh, grab your uh, lunch for you and bring it up. All right. Totally horrible answer. Go ahead. Well, I mean, since it was a pretty clear throwback to the Neuralink, I was thinking it was a thing coming full circle where it's your little VR interface. Maybe it kind of answers your thing before with like, why can't we have one area we can launch all the games and apps from where, you know, you have to go to you know, Steam or Oculus or Revive or wherever um, for it. With the Pigmatron, you just think about Beat Saber and there you go, right? So, yeah, or, you know, I'm starting to get motion sick, turn it into teleport mode or whatever it is to improve your VR experience. You got your Pigmatron to help you out. Yeah, there's a there's somebody out there who's 15 and and brilliant that's that's already putting it together and in a few years we're going to see the pigamatron probably true all right let's do our last third part second part ready well no i'm not okay because <laughs> that was okay. real fast jeez we got i'll just stick to what i know i'll be second again okay flux that's F-L-U-X. stabilizer <laughs> Good oh. clarification, yeah. Oh, so this is fantastic because, as we all know, the flux capacitor was not perfect. But with the invention of the flux stabilizer, you may now go back to the future with oh, our goodness. problems. Issue, yeah, you can just get there. That's not yeah. very VR, so I'll, I'll let you. Ponder your VR version of it, uh, how to tie yeah. that back in. But I've already got while it. you do so, uh, what I was envisioning was so I, I I'd kind of thought about this the other day. How like it'd be cool to have you know because you've got your standing desks, but it'd be cool to be able to be moving while you're standing because just standing's like more exhausting to me than walking because it just like. I don't know. My body doesn't like it. Uh, walking good, standing bad. But um, uh, it'd be cool to have like, is it? And it's not an elliptical. What's the one that's like a, a skis, but they're moving around? You know what I'm talking about? The work I'm You're actually outside, moving down the street. You mean? No, no, no. Like in you know, a gym or whatever. Like you have. No, you don't have one. Oh. Um, but like the skis, it's like an elliptical, but they're skis. Long. Yeah, I don't know if there's a different term for it. I would call an elliptical. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, whatever it is, ski version of elliptical, but like it makes you not move up and down, so you can keep working. So it'd be cool to have something mm. like that, but like for VR that can also turn, right? So then it's a different version of the omnidirectional treadmill, but it always you're always stabilized. So, um, nice. so yeah, that actually might be a good way to tackle that. Although I guess maybe the elliptical, if you are able to stabilize, would be good because obviously you'd need your hand, so you can't be holding on for 
stabilizing. So that's a critical mm-hmm. word. Anyway, so back to you. Back to me. So I'm glad you mentioned the VR part of it because, wow, this is, this is huge. And we are trademarking this right now. This is <laughs> our product. You cannot have oh, good. the Flux Stabilizer in VR. You can go back in time or into the future. You pick your date, just like you're, uh-uh. you set the date, you go, and now you can be in that mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. You want to go back yeah. to 1980, October 2nd? Boom. Cool. Yeah. So it's like like Google Earth, but with a Doctor Who twist to it. Yeah, and you can you walk outside and you're going to see the cars of that time. Yeah. Yeah. This car looks like a horse. What's that about? Why is this Ridiculous. car flying? That's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Um so I guess uh, normally, historically, we've done our weekend post discussions at the start, but we realized that, you know, people might not be as into, you know, our specific content. But for those who are interested in the behind the scenes or teasers of what's coming up and all that good stuff, figured we'd, you know, do it a little bit faster. And at the end, we'll see how people feel about that. Uh, we don't get a lot of feedback, which I personally get. I'm not really huge on commenting, even when I am a fan of things. So I get it. But uh, yeah, we're going to give that a spin. So uh, shall we jump into yeah. some weekend oh. post rapid fire? Yeah. So um, in August, we had Budget Epicurean Risotto. I was not in the room for that so i don't have a lot of behind the scenes for it so we'll just move right on to the whale can i just say i do like risotto uh you cannot you may not say that scenes okay go ahead (laughs) i like risotto too but i'm allowed to say it that's the difference so the whale animation though um if you have any behind the scenes for that one yeah i do so just real quick that that was something that that uh, I didn't come up with that idea, but I did the animation for it. And, but I kind of uh, took over the ending and I changed the ending. And I bet this happens a lot in movies. I, I, you, you think about, about and, and I know it does because I listen to different shows where they talk about that. And things that they film always end up different after editing. So when you're, what's really cool about making things in VR is that you're creating it and it's happening as you're doing it instead of you have to stay specifically on this track if you're, if you're doing an actual film, a movie, or especially in, in old school animation, you couldn't veer off of the, the idea, right? Because that just throws off every department. But when I'm the only one in there doing it, and I think of something different. So the ending in that, if you go back and watch it, is not what it initially was supposed to be. But I liked it. How about you? I liked it fine. I did what I thought was funny about it was, like, my ending required, like, one-twentieth the effort of your ending. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I thought mine was funny, so. That's an understatement. One twentieth yeah. is yeah, it's about a thousandth. 
yeah. Uh, so that was <laughs> that was certainly a choice to you know I have a similarly funny ending that requires a lot more time and effort. I'll choose that one. So <laughs> <laughs> totally valid decisions were made. Oh boy, my donut is going through my goggles. That was interesting. Weird things VR makes you say. Anyway, so after that was Borderlands 2 VR, which I think the only thing that I would say for that one other than holy motion sickness Batman, wow, um, is I I could not figure out how to get it to record in a way that it made any sense. So it's like it's got your two eyes up on my screen and I was just like, how do I make it so it looks fine? Um, so I just enlarged it and made it through one eyeball, which I thought, you know, detracted a bit from the quality, which kind of stunk. But I, I thought it was a fun enough video that it was still worth sharing. But uh, it was it was bizarre. Why why make it look crazy, Borderlands? But huh. I was honestly huh. a little bit disappointed just because, and I. Uh, people did give pretty negative reviews for exactly these reasons, like bad motion sickness, the controls are real touchy and weird, which adds to the motion sickness, all that stuff. So um, I understood the reviews and yeah, but I mean, it does seem like a pretty fun kind of game in general. And, uh, you know, like is so often happening for me, uh, that was essentially my first real Borderlands experience other than like I played once with some friends that had played a million times so it was essentially just running after some people they were actually familiar with and good at the game once but otherwise you were watching my first real Borderlands experience so uh, but it, it does what it's supposed to which is you know it shows somebody what you're getting into if they don't want to spend yeah, the yeah. money they can come see you play it and that's that's what people look for and, and to me it was like oh okay that's what this is yeah, I don't. I don't need to do this. Yeah, true. And I mean, and my other thing is, I try to make them funny. So even if you know or not, it, it's you can get a laugh out of it. Hopefully, so yeah. Or Actually, at least, there was uh, four laughs. Yeah. Ah, perfect. Um, and then after that was meteor, uh, uh, medium mayhem, which was kind of a spontaneous thing based on. A different news event that we kind of forgot to talk about, but I guess we had a whole post on it, so non-issue, really, because uh, Adobe took over Medium, and we had that studio share thing, and we were like, you know what, let's just get in there and go for it. So if you haven't seen it, something a little different where Grun and I both recorded our screen, so you look this way, you see my screen, you look this way, you see Grun's screen. So it's kind of a cool way to get to experience what we're yeah. talking about from either person's perspective. Yeah, what and, you and if you're not familiar with Medium, it is the way that you sculpt in VR, where you can make whatever you want, and then you can use use that for 3D printing or whatever you want, post it on your social media. But it it actually, the the studio share, just in that short time we did that, it was cool because you showed me something that is going to save me a lot of time. And I knew it was there, but I just, you get, you get into a habit of using a certain tool and then you're in there with somebody else and they go, Oh, why aren't you doing it this way? Or they show you something and it can help you out and save you a lot of time. Just 
It was awesome. Yeah. Um, yep, very true. And we do a little bit of tutorial stuff for anyone that hasn't seen the video, and then we get into sculpt battle as promised with and the title. Four so laughs. four laughs. Well, that's our number. That's our quota. But uh, mm-hmm. coming up, quick teasers. We've got the a short meditation. You know, a lot of people are posting paid meditations, which you know, at some point we'll probably be doing that as is we're releasing them on our channel for free. So you have that to look forward to. We've got the potato that couldn't short, uh, which was inspired by a first part, second part, semi-recently, a podcast or two ago. And then we've also got VR Giants, where me and the Budget Epicurean jump into a game that pretty recently completed its Kickstarter. I'm a little sad because I did the demo after they finished the Kickstarter, so I didn't make it in as backer, but I'll probably pick it up when they go live. But either way, they succeeded at their Kickstarter, so I'm excited to see it happen because I like seeing creative indie games come to life. So gameplay of that, where it's one person on PC, one person in VR. So those are a few things to look forward to. And for anyone curious about the skit that was supposed to be this past month, uh, it, obviously it got replaced by uh, Media Mayhem, which was, you know, just a timely opportunity. So uh, you can look forward to that skit in a future month. And I will say I, I enjoy the potato that couldn't. So if you've got a minute and 11 seconds, you definitely want to check that out. And <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Is, it. is there anything you can tell me? Just just so I'm looking forward to it, what is the Giants, what's the idea behind the game? Or do you not so want to give away too much, obviously? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll chat about it more next podcast, so we don't need to get too far into it. But the gist is, so it's a same PC cooperative puzzle game. So okay. you're trying to complete a puzzle where one person's small and one person, or normal size, I guess, and one person's a giant. So you work together and okay. solve puzzles. Okay, that's perfect. Cool. Yep. Well, good chatting with you there, Ruin. I think that does it yeah. for this one. Do you have any hardware things to just yell at the end? Keyboards! Hardware. Nice. Swish. All right, I think that does it for <laughs> this episode. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Later. <laughs>